special bonus episode of the Glow Journal podcast, a conversation with the beautiful minds behind the world's biggest beauty brands. I'm your host, beauty writer Gemma Watts, and in this bonus Ask an Expert episode, I'm joined by dermal therapist Ginny Bucci. Ginny specialises in skin rejuvenation and tattoo removal and has performed over 2,500 peak-away treatments on all skin types since 2017. So I took the opportunity to ask her your questions on cosmetic tattooing and tattoo removal. This Ask an Expert episode is sponsored by Candela Medical. However, you won't hear Ginny recommending specific brands or products. As per the rest of this Ask an Expert series, I have sought qualified experts to give you objective answers to your questions so that you can take that information and make your own educated decisions regarding which treatments are right for you. In this episode, we've taken the questions you submitted on cosmetic tattoo removal to Ginny. From exactly how much pain to expect and how many treatments are actually necessary, through to how the tattoo removal process really works, and of course, the best way to choose your cosmetic tattoo artist and your tattoo removalist. We had a lot of people submitting the same few questions, which is great because this gives us a really nice opportunity to answer them in quite a bit of detail. But to start, what actually is tattoo removal? What does that process look like in terms of removing, say, a typical tattoo on the body? Yeah, sure. So I'll just take a step back and say when you get a cosmetic tattoo or a regular tattoo done, you're having ink particles deposited underneath the surface of the skin. And those are too large for your body to eliminate on their own, although they do try, but that's Mm -hmm. what leads to a tattoo being permanent or semi-permanent. And when we use a picosecond laser, like a peak away, we're shattering the ink into teeny tiny particles that are small enough for the body's lymphatic system to clear away. So that's kind of the mechanism of tattoo removal. As far as what to expect when you're having a treatment done, you'll see some immediate frosting of the tattoo or it's like a graying or white color that happens to the ink that disappears within a few minutes of the treatment time. And then maybe a ring of pink around the treated area, a little bit of swelling, potentially a little bit of crusting and that subsides within a few days. Does the the quality or the ingredients in the tattoo ink make a difference to the removal process and those treatments? Is this something that people should be looking at before they go into getting a cosmetic or even a standard tattoo? Yeah, I think you definitely want to look for a reputable business. Potentially there's cheaper inks that are coming in from overseas that don't meet Australian standards and those can pose some health risks. They aren't necessarily safe or approved for skin contact. There are some documented cases of reactions and side effects. It's rare, but inks that maybe were intended originally for um, industrial grade uses like printers or car paints that in higher levels under the skin can cause some real problems. So it's worth inquiring with your tattoo artist what type of inks they use and make sure that they are comfortable and confident in what they're using. 
while we're on ink, are there any colors that are easier or on the other side of that coin, more difficult to treat? Definitely. So blacks are quite easy to treat and do fade well. Um, as long as they weren't mixed with white ink, because that often contains titanium dioxide, which goes dark when it's hit with the laser. Ah. And then that can become a bit resistant to treatment moving forward. In general, cosmetic inks are also quite unpredictable. They tend to be mixed with a variety of colors and different colors have different metal components in them that can change in unexpected ways when they're zapped with the laser. Um, we're looking at colors like pinks and oranges and the flesh tones that can be used for covering up mistakes. Those have all been documented to turn teal and green and blue um, and then become irreversible. So especially when we're talking about tattoos that are done on the face, we want to be really cautious and um, quite conservative when treating those to make sure that people are going to get the outcome that they're expecting. When I posted this topic on Instagram, I had a lot of people writing in asking cosmetic tattoo removal. I thought you just had to wait for cosmetic tattoos to fade. So how does the cosmetic tattoo process differ from traditional tattoo removal? Yeah, so the standard ink that's used in your routine tattoo doesn't tend to have as much uh, mixing of pigments with the cosmetic tattoos. We're looking for results that look natural for our skin tone and hair color. And that's where that uh, customization comes into play and the opportunity for those inks to turn strange colors, whether it's they just naturally fade into an unnatural shade or when they're treated with laser, they go into an unnatural range of colors. Um, we don't need to be quite as, as conservative when we're treating tattoos that aren't um, on the face or can be well concealed between treatments. And if you know a tattoo on somebody's back changes color, that's less of a concern. We want to err on the side of caution when we're treating a tattoo on the face, like the brows. And we would always start with a patch test there and do the treatment on another day to make sure that we are going to get results that are going to make everybody happy. This skin um, on the face does heal at a more rapid rate than other parts of the body. So that's the good news when we're looking at treating brow tattoos. There's better blood supply, skin cells turn over at a faster rate, the lymphatic system is, is working at a better rate. Um, we also use skincare ingredients that help with exfoliation and um, cleansing the face leads to more skin regeneration as well. So overall, you're going to get much better healing, much quicker healing when you're treating a tattoo on the face. But there's also some other things that you need to keep in mind if you're going ahead with cosmetic tattoo removal. When we talk about cosmetic tattoos, we tend to think of brow tattoo is the, the obvious one, lip liner, even the areola on people who have had breast surgery. Do each of these different areas require different tattoo removal methods or is the process fairly uniform? Yeah, the process will be fairly uniform for all cosmetic tattoos. It's just a matter of vetting that tattoo and making sure that it's suitable for treatment. Best way for us to do that is to start with a patch test 
and then do the treatment on a separate day. If the client is able to be in touch with their tattoo artist and they can find out what inks were used, that can give us a good idea of what results they can expect um, before we've even fired that first test pulse as well. If somebody's coming in to have just your standard tattoo treated, they often can go ahead with treatment on the day. Does freckle removal fall under this umbrella as well? I think a lot of people got excited talking about facial tattoo mm-hmm. removal. I had a lot of people writing in asking if freckle removal is even possible. Yeah, it definitely is. And there's sort of two ways you can look at it. If they're talking about just the standard genetic freckles that you've had since childhood or accumulated in the sun, we treat those all the time with the peak away and um, tattooed freckles as well can be treated Again, we're looking at patch testing with the tattooed freckles. Either one is going to have a really nice result, good fading from about the four week mark. With the genetic freckles, probably about three treatments is going to make them difficult to see when it's a tattooed freckle. Depends on the type of ink that was used and the depth that it's sitting in the skin and ultimately what the client's goal is. Do they just want to fade the freckle enough to make it look a little bit more natural? Then they might be happy with a treatment or two to get that result. One listener has asked, I'm nervous about brow tattoo removal. Should I be worried about having a laser that close to the eye area? Yeah, that's a great question. Protective goggles are used when we're treating a tattoo on the face that are like little swim goggles. If you're having a tattoo on another part of your body treated, you'll have goggles that are more like sunglasses, but those block out all of the light. So it's protecting your eyes. The laser, for example, if you're treating your brows should only be treating on the brow bone or above the brow bone, not on the lid, but it is important to see an experienced clinic as well because there are risks involved if it's not done properly. On that note, I'm seeing eyeliner and lash line tattoos gaining a lot of traction, particularly on Instagram. Is tattoo removal even possible in this area given that it is so close to the eye? Yeah, it may be possible if you go to a doctor-led clinic where Mm -hmm. they can use protective eye shields. So those are round pieces of stainless steel that go inside the eyelid like a giant contact lens and those are going to protect the retina and the cornea without that coverage you would not be able to treat eyeliner Mm -hmm. makes sense yeah another listener has asked does removing eyebrow tattoo have any effect on the actual brow hairs i'm scared they will get lasered off Yeah, I love this one because so many people come into a consultation and they ask this. Hair is not affected at all for the brows as long as you're using the proper type of tattoo removal laser like a peak away. Those lasers use extremely short pulses. They're a trillionth of a second. They rely mostly on acoustic energy to shatter the ink and they don't heat the hair follicle enough to cause damage. When you're looking at uh, laser for hair removal that's using a much longer pulse a longer cooking time so it's putting more heat into the hair shaft to disrupt the hair growth and that's where the difference comes in obviously make sure your provider has the right type of equipment for treating you so what are some of the signs that it might actually be time to remove a cosmetic tattoo i would imagine that the obvious one is that ink changing color Yeah, there's no real 
expiration date, a hard and fast expiration date on removing cosmetic tattoos, it kind of comes down to what somebody's individual tolerance is. If you can live with, say, your brow tattoos until they fade, I'd recommend just letting them run their course because they may fade within one to two years and get to a point where they look more natural or suitable for your face shape. But somebody is a good candidate if they have a botched job or they never really liked their brow tattoos and it's two years on and they really haven't faded. So it does come down to expectations a lot. And also when they see a clinician, making sure that they feel those results are achievable. Laser is not a tool for reshaping brows. People will come in and they'll say, well, I want my brows to look like this or that and have photos. That's better left to the cosmetic tattoo artist. What we're trying to do is get rid of as much of the color as possible to give them a clean slate so they can go back and um, use brow pencils and powders um, rather than creating a really precise shape with the tattoo. We can treat just the tip or the arch um, on both sides or one side if they're looking to get a bit more of an even look, um, but not we're not the experts in that department as far as creating your dream brows. That change in color, why does that happen? We have touched on this already, but I did have quite a few people mm. writing in complaining of brow tattoos that had turned almost a blue-gray color. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that tends to happen a little bit more with the black pigments. Um, And it can have to do with the pigments that were selected at the time and how they were mixed. I think some professional cosmetic tattooists would point to the quality of ink and its integrity and how well it holds up over time. But if you think about um, a tattoo on somebody's arm that they've had for several years, it's not going to look quite the same as it did when it was a fresh tattoo, crisp, and the black, um, the vibrant black that they might have had originally has turned more to a green black. That's your body working to try to break down the ink over time. And different color ink particles are different sizes. The smallest ones are going to be broken down by your body the fastest. So if your body is removing some of the warmer hues, then you'll be left with blues that stand out more on the brows. It also could depend on where the tattoo was placed in the skin. So if it's a little bit deeper than what's desirable, then it may impact the fading. It doesn't fade quite as quickly or just the appearance could look a little bit off on the surface of the skin. If we look at an area like the lips, is there any downtime after this treatment? And probably more importantly, is tattoo removal around the lip area even advisable? Yeah, so any tattoo that is treated on the face is going to be a bit swollen and pink for a few days and maybe crust over. But there is a big caveat for treating the lips. It's the one area that our clinic doesn't actively treat. Unfortunately, it doesn't come up very often because there are documented cases of the pigments that are used in lip tattoos turning teal or green or black. And if you Google it, you'll see some really unfortunate pictures out there of women who look like they're wearing Halloween costume with the the liner um, that has been changed once it was treated with a laser to this irreversible teal color. Um, So you'd be hard pressed to find a clinic that would volunteer to 
do this type of treatment, but if somebody was coming in for corrective treatment, they'd already had a laser treatment that didn't go well, and we've got a more specialized piece of equipment, like a picosecond laser, then it's definitely worth investigating um, through patch testing to see if we can improve their situation. Um, with the lip liner, some people do it to have a more full lip and probably the safer option is to go with some lip filler that dissolves slowly over the course of 12 to 24 months. Um, you also don't want to end up with a gap between your where your lip liner tattoo was done and your natural lip line because as we're aging, our lips do get thinner and it can create that gap there. And that's where somebody would be looking to have their um, liner removed with laser. How many treatments are necessary to fully remove a cosmetic tattoo? And does this differ for different areas and different tattoos? Yeah. Um, the brows usually fade suitably within about three to five treatments. From that point, you can let a little bit more time elapse so your body can continue with the fading process. If brows have more of a rusty tone, so some of the oranges come out, it can still be treated with just a bit of a longer course of treatments to dull those down. But generally, brows don't need as many treatments as a tattoo on another part of the body because we're looking at fading it into a more natural look rather than wiping out all of the ink entirely the way we would if somebody came in and they had an ex-partner's name tattooed on their body. They want that completely gone um, where the cosmetic ink can be faded into a more manageable look. And how many sessions would a tattoo like that usually take? Not necessarily an ex's name, but a tattoo yeah. somewhere else on the body. Yeah. So your standard black tattoo on the body is going to be around eight treatments, give or take. If there's some colored ink in there, probably a few more. And if it's a really large tattoo, you're going to need additional treatments as well. If there's a lot of ink in that tattoo, because you're making your lymphatic system work a bit harder to clear that ink away, you can get around that by stretching the treatments out further. I have had people who have not been into the clinic in about six months and the amount of fading that has happened in that time period is really quite unbelievable because the laser has done the work and then we're waiting for the body to kick in and help clear that ink away. The big question that popped up an overwhelming amount is how much does it hurt? It stings, but it's not unbearable. If you're having your brows treated, it'll probably bring a little tear to your eye. But the good news is it's a really quick treatment because we're treating a smaller surface area versus, you know, a large back piece or something like that. You can minimize the discomfort by icing the area before the treatment and after the treatment. That's also going to help bring down some of the swelling. Um, but once the treatment is over, you'll feel a little bit of heat in the area, but it's quite tolerable. You've given me a perfect segue because I did have a number of listeners ask if the treatments are long. I would have thought no instinctively because we are talking about such small areas, but I suppose, you know, it could be longer because it requires such precision. So how long are we talking? Yeah. So it's longer. The time in the treatment room is longer because we'll want to do an 
extra thorough consultation. We want to spend time on the patch testing when we actually treat the tattoo. There's probably a few more stops and starts, a few seconds between pulses to give some recovery time. Let us assess um, the response from the skin uh, and also make sure we're being as precise as possible. But we're not in the room cranking the laser for 30 minutes straight. It's actually just a couple minutes, if that. So how can we physically prepare for a cosmetic tattoo removal appointment? Leading up to your treatment, you want to minimize your sun exposure and not apply any fake tans about two weeks leading up to your treatment. Also make sure your skin is in as good condition as possible. So no chemical peels or brow waxes if you're having your brows treated or anything else abrasive at least a week before the treatment. You don't want to come in with any kind of skin irritation in the area because that can compromise your healing. And then if somebody is prone to hyperpigmentation, which is darkening of the skin in specific areas, tends to happen to people with medium or darker skin tones, people who tan well in the sun and tend not to burn, they can prep their skin with a serum containing ingredients like vitamin C or kojic acid. And that helps block the production of melanin to prevent hyperpigmentation from developing after the treatment. If it's used for a couple um, weeks before and then in between treatments when the skin is healed and the clinic has said it's okay to go back to active ingredients, that should do the trick. Um, if in some instances our doctors may prescribe a stronger compounded cream that has an ingredient called hydroquinone and that's applied to the area if there's visible hyperpigmentation or we feel based on their medical history it's likely to develop from laser treatment and that will help to fade any hyperpigmentation or keep it from developing. So what does a good comprehensive aftercare routine look like? Yeah, it's pretty simple. So applying an ointment like pawpaw regularly to keep the skin moist for a few days is great. It, it helps with the healing and it also helps to relieve any itching that can set in a few days after, but definitely keep the skin um, moist. Avoid sun exposure and wear sunscreen over the area once it's healed over. If a hat is going to protect your area from the sun, definitely do that as well. I think people listening to this will be chuckling because in every single episode we mention sunscreen. We work <laughs> it in there in some way. It, yeah, got to have the sunscreen. <laughs> Essential. Perhaps a nice note to wrap up on, given the precision required for cosmetic tattoo removal, one listener has asked, what advice would you give to anyone who is trying to find and then choose a tattoo removalist? You'll want to seek out a clinic that's experienced in treating all types of tattoos, including cosmetic tattoos, but all tattoos really, because it means they've seen a wide variety of ink types and have a better way of predicting and knowing how to treat whatever you're presenting to the clinic with. You really do get what you pay for. The best lasers do cost a little bit more money. Make sure the clinic has good equipment and ideally a picosecond tattoo removal laser because it's really effective at targeting different ink colors. Make sure that you are able to have a really thorough consultation with the person who will be treating you and that you have all your questions answered and you feel like they can answer them 
competently for you as well. And you want them to tell you not just the pros and sell you on the treatment, but also explain the risks of the treatment and what to expect so that you can really make an informed decision because it's not just a single treatment, it's a course of treatments. And before you start down that path, you want to feel like you are ready for it and you know um, what's, what is lying ahead. That was Ginny Bucci, dermal therapist at Vamp Cosmetic Clinic, which you can find on Instagram at Vamp Cosmetic Clinic. You can discover more about Candela Medical and my personal favorite laser treatments and devices at candelamedical.com forward slash au or on Instagram at candelamedicalanz. To read this interview, you can visit glowjournal.com and for more beauty news, you can find me on Instagram at jemkwatts or at glow.journal. If you liked this episode, please do not forget to subscribe, rate, review and share so other beauty lovers can find us. I'm Gemma Watts. You've been listening to the Glow Journal podcast and thank you for joining me.